Now, before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Now, the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table. He took off his outer robe and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around them. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. And so Simon Peter said to him, Lord, then not only my feet, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him, and so for this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. Now after he had washed their feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you're right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and your teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example, that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you're my disciples, if you have love for one another. Shared experiences have a way of binding us together, don't they? Uniting us. When we go through something with other people, it creates a bond, a connection with them. Like, like when we face something challenging that requires us to dig deep and push ourselves. Or when we experience something that is collectively traumatic, something that weighs on us with grief and sorrow. Or when we experience something 
wonderful, like working with other people to achieve something amazing or or witnessing something that is moving and beautiful or even a moment of shared joy and laughter. The kind of experiences that make you turn to somebody and say, hey, do you remember that time? And they do. Of course they do. Going through something with other people creates a bond with them. That's why we keep getting together with people and talking about our shared experiences and remembering and reminiscing, processing and celebrating because the shared experiences we have with other people, they shape us and mark us. They can even unite us. By the time we get to this reading today from John, the disciples have been through a lot together. They watch Jesus feed the multitudes and heal the sick and give sight to the blind. They watched as he challenged the brokenness and wrong in this world and the powers and authorities behind it. They watched as he created a movement that connected people with God and set them free. And at this last meal together, they watched as Jesus took off his outer robe, put a towel around his waist, as he got down on his hands and knees and without anyone asking, washed the disciples' feet. Now, I know that most of us find the idea of washing someone's feet nasty, gross, uncomfortable. But what Jesus did here goes deeper than just a little discomfort. In fact, the act of washing someone's feet was considered so menial and degrading at that time that even most slaves were excused from the task. Hosts simply provided a bowl of water and a towel so people could wash their own feet. And so it was unthinkable that this man who the disciples considered their master, their Lord, This man they were beginning to understand was the Lord, divine, the Son of God. It was unfathomable that he would choose to degrade himself in this way. Because that's how our world understands the act of humble service. As something that debases and diminishes. Imagine their shock. But even more, imagine the love that Jesus poured into his actions. The love that spilled out of him as he took each foot without a word and gently washed it with water, tenderly wiping it clean. Imagine the sense of closeness that was created as Jesus did this intimate task, pouring all the love he felt for his friends into his work, trying to show them with his outward actions how he felt about them in his heart. I got to tell you, I love preaching on Maundy Thursday. I love this story 
because it never fails to move me and to convict me. Usually when I preach on this passage, I focus on Peter and how he reacted when Jesus tried to wash his feet. Every year I wonder, is it harder to serve or to be served? I think most of us have a harder time allowing ourselves to be served because it makes us feel vulnerable, dependent, needy. All feelings we want to shy away from as we seek the more familiar and comfortable ground of being the people who do the giving, who do the serving, because that allows us to feel a sense of control and power. Most years on Maundy Thursday, I end up sharing a story about the ways in which this congregation has served me, how that service has humbled and blessed me and shown me God's love. And that's been especially true in a year when my sister died and my son was born on almost the same day. And yet, when I read the story again this year, I thought about the way having their feet washed impacted all the disciples as a whole. What it did to them as a group, the way it marked them and shaped them and united them, surely after Jesus was done, after the shock wore off, after both the feet and the tears were dried, surely they all felt like they had been through something together. And that changed them. And I don't know, maybe I'm thinking this way because it feels like we've been through something together over the past few years. A whole bunch of somethings. The past few years have felt intense. A global pandemic, political dysfunction and division and extremism, reckoning with the continued reality and legacy of racism, economic uncertainty, war and violence. We've been through some things together. Some challenging. Some traumatic. Others joyful and beautiful. And to be honest, often I just feel really thankful and even proud of us as a church, that we are where we are as a church. We're here amidst everything. We're here worshiping, building community, proclaiming the gospel, growing in faith, serving our neighbors. We still don't agree on everything, but we have not let that divide us. As difficult as the past few years have been, in some ways our church is stronger for what we've experienced. Sure, we've been through some stuff, but rather than letting it pull us apart, we have allowed it to bind us together. And that's because there's something deeper that unites us. Something that we've experienced together, it's deeper 
and more important than our shared experience of COVID. It is deeper and more important than our political affiliations and beliefs. It is deeper and more important even than our trauma and our grief and our sorrow. Amidst all that we have been through together, there is something that we have experienced that matters more that changes us, that marks us, that binds us together and unites us. We have experienced being loved and served by Jesus. We have experienced the love of God poured out on us. After their feet were washed, the disciples felt like they'd been through something, and so have we. Jesus didn't just wash the feet of those disciples long ago. Through his life and his death, he has washed and served us. When he stood up and took off his outer robe, that was just an echo of his decision to strip himself of his divine glory and come to earth. When he tied the towel around his waist in love, it was just an echo of his decision to love others through healing and feeding and teaching about God's kingdom. When he knelt down to wash their feet, it was only an echo of his decision to kneel down in our midst, choosing to be born into this world and embrace our humanity. And when he poured out the water and began this humble act of service, it was a foreshadowing of the cross and his willingness to humble himself in any way that was needed, to give up anything, to love, forgive, and save us, even his life, even on a cross. Together we have experienced that humble service does not diminish or demean. It liberates. It sets free. It saves. We have experienced the love of God poured out upon us. It marks us and binds us together. We've been through something together, and it has shaped us. It certainly shaped those first disciples. When you read through the Gospels, you find that they are not some amazing, faithful heroes of old. Most of the time, they didn't understand Jesus. Their priorities were mixed up. They got things wrong. They fell short. They screwed up. And yet the love of God changed them. Being served by Jesus transformed them. It gave them a depth of faith and courage, a sense of community and purpose, an abundance of joy and love that allowed them to share Jesus with the world. Today, this story reminds us that we are meant to be united not only by our shared experience of Jesus serving us in love, but also our experience of sharing that love by serving others. 
That's how people are meant to know that we're followers of Jesus, through our loving service, through our willingness to do whatever it takes to love and care for people in ways that may often seem scandalous and tender and intimate. Through our commitment to breaking down barriers that divide rich and poor so we can lift up the lowly, not just by writing checks and donating objects, but by kneeling down and getting our hands dirty as we work together to wash away the dirt of this world and to make it clean. And if we want to see what this kind of love and service looks like, we need only to look to tomorrow, to Good Friday. In just a few hours, Jesus will surrender all of his power and control and even his life in order to serve us, to forgive us, to set us free. As I have loved you, you also should love one another, he said. And then he showed us how much he loves us. This much, he said, as he got down on his knees and washed their feet. And even this much, he whispered, as he spread out his arms on the cross died for our salvation. Amen.